sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. I am Tom Side. Oh, I fucked up a beginning. Ah! Yeah, finally. Oh, what the fuck? I can't believe he fucked it up. We've done it 200 times. Oh, my God. Sorry. Yeah, I, continue on. What he was trying to say is, that's Tom Sides. <laughs> and that's Sean Sides. I got thrown off because, like, there was a thing that popped up saying, we can't access your video. And I went, oh, that's interesting at the start of the podcast. and then You just, don't need to give me excuses. No, it's fine. No. I get it. Some people fumble sometimes. Other people get it right mostly. No. Not out always, of 200 apparently. times, or out of two years of doing this, I have <laughs> I never fucking fumbled. Uh, I don't know. There might have been once or twice, but N- I wouldn't. I just don't call you out for it. I just never like on the scripted shit. I don't think I. I get a loss of words, or sometimes I get rendered speechless by some dumb fucking pun you say but never possible never have i stumbled on the finale or intro of this podcast (laughs) and it was only because it felt good a little bit yeah like uh, there was hundreds of things coming at you all at once and you just weren't prepared for that it happens i'll forgive you i appreciate that it's nice of you it's a good start anyways (laughs) so how you doing big man how's your weekend i saw you were posting some shit up you must have been having a good time. Yeah, yeah. I had, uh, my mom come to town for Easter weekend. Uh, we, like, so, hold on. Sorry, I had a call coming in at the same time as us doing the podcast. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, my mom uh, my mom came in. And uh, uh, for Christmas, I got her tickets to go see Chris DeBerg. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. I'm not, no. But... Um, he did albums like like Spanish Train and uh, he has a bunch of stuff. He's huge in Montreal. Is he like country or folk? He's or? more like a Irish storyteller. Okay. But he does it through song. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing. And uh, anyway, like he has some really popular hits. And he got really big in Montreal. My mom's a fan, so Christmas came around and I tried to get her tickets to Montreal, but that sold out real quick. And then I was like, well, I checked out Halifax and like, I got us some like nice seats, uh, on the floor. And then, so that happened this weekend. Um, she, like, we were really close and I was probably like the youngest person there, by like 35 years. That's funny. Those concerts are always entertaining when you realize that you have an old soul. Yeah. Like, I listen to all types of music. Yeah. Like, there was, like, one guy that commented on it where he was just like, are you old enough to be here? I'm like, what? I don't match up That's with the funny. demographic? And, like, and like uh, so, like, it, it took place at the Scotiabank uh, uh, Center where the Mooseheads play, right? So I'm a season ticket there, season ticket holder there for the Mooseheads. So yeah. I, I go to, like, the usual place where I pick up beer and, like, so uh, I see Savannah, the bartender, who's like always there. She's like, "What the hell are you doing here?" I'm just like, "What? This is my this is my music. I grew up on this stuff." She's like, "What?" I'm like, "That's funny." I got tickets for my mom to see him, and I'm taking my mom. It was like her Christmas present, so I flew her in. It's a whole thing, and she was just like, "Oh, okay." 
well, I'm just happy to see someone I know here. I'm just like, yeah, no worries. How's your day going? She's just like, oh, it's a lot of old people. Like, no, no offense to anyone there. It's just like a lot. It's the crowd. It's the crowd. I saw that when I went and saw Neil Diamond. It was the exact same thing. Like 60 plus is the normal age. There's a, I think we I ran into one other person that was our age and the, the whole night. Who did you see Neil Diamond with? Kieran. <laughs> It was fucking awesome. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was great. You know, we, it was actually funny. We saw another a couple of guys walking towards us. And we're like, sweet, there's a couple other bros coming to see this because bros go to see Neil Diamond together. And they, we look and they're holding hands. We're like, okay, uh, they might still be bros, but they're a little closer than we are. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, like, that's the show you would take your dad to go see. Yeah, you could, but I don't know. It was not who I went with because yeah, yeah. he and I don't have a concert pact. But, yeah, it was fucking awesome. You, you have a concert packed? Yeah, I've told you this in the past. Not, Every year we buy each other tickets to a concert so that we always see at least two concerts a year. Oh, okay. I thought it was more like, I guess, I don't know if you told me about this, but. Um, yeah, that's how I've seen a shitload of shows. Me and Karen, yeah. like one of our connections is being best friends is music, mm-hmm. right? We like a lot of the same shit and also introduce each other to a lot of the other music that like neither of us would have discovered without the other you know mm, interesting okay have you ever gone to a show with your dad you... no i don't think so man i gotta tell you man there's nothing like when you can see a band that your parent fucking loves one of the greatest things yeah. i told you on the podcast like like years ago like me uncle sparky and my dad saw steely dan and that was like my dad's favorite band so and now like I took my mom to Christaberg. I've took her. I've taken her to see Queen. I've taken her. I'm gonna take her to see. Well, Michelle and I are gonna take her to see Bruce Springsteen. So like, we're just kind of knocking off like Shelly's favorite artists. Like, it's nothing like taking your parents to see like their favorite stuff, and it's like a nice feeling. Yeah, it's different. My dad's seen like so many of the old bands in the '70s and the '80s, like when they were in their prime. So it's like there's certain ones that he has interest in going to, but like my dad also now is super into country music. Like he doesn't like the rock and roll like he used to at mm-hmm. all. And so we don't connect as much musically as what we once did. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, even then, like if you can just tolerate an evening of just like country, it would probably be worth it. To each their own. Some people can do it. I, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we won't ever go to a concert. It just hasn't crossed paths where we've both been like, fuck, we should go to that or whatever. Right. There's no, no. Fleetwood Mac is that for my dad, and he's seen them a couple times. Yeah, so. they'd be dope to see. Josh and I, I would say, connect the most musically out of the family. Mm-hmm. Jennifer and I have some similar tastes, obviously, too, but Josh and I have been to like a, quite a few different concerts together. Yeah. It seems to be something we bond on, for sure. My dad, it's hockey games. I've been to shit like ton always. Mm-hmm. One of our things to do, but... Nice. Yeah, never music, really. Yeah, so, so yeah, no, so my mom came in. So the first night she comes in, we took her to a, a nice dinner at a restaurant called Salt and Ash. I was there like a couple of weeks ago with Josh, but like I, we went again uh, to me, Hillary, and my mom was nice. Um, and then the next day was the concert. I'd like work all day, but like my mom kind of putzed around the city. And then the Friday, Good Friday, so like, like what do you what can you do? Like everything's kind of closed and all that stuff, so you couldn't. Give her the full Halifax experience. So I met my mom. She was having a coffee. So we 
walked around for a bit, and then the Alexander Keats Brewery Tour was open, so we did the Alexander Keats Brewery Tour, and I gotta tell you, they put on a hell of a tour. Like if you're like a like you're yeah, like that's you're fun. like a big historic like like the historical shit, you'll love all of this because like at one point yeah. someone like found a bottle of Keith's from like the early years that from the ship that sank and then like returned it to the like still like still beer in the bottle and everything like it, it's a hell of a thing so like yeah like, there's stuff like that and how they do the tour is very nice like i don't want to get i don't want to give spoilers to the tour because i feel like one day you'll visit and that's one thing i'll take you to yeah see. and yeah that sounds good but again, it's it was worth it was worth the time. So that was a nice thing. And then after that, we were like, "Well, we got some time before dinner. You want to go over to the casino?" So we walked all the way back to the other end of the boardwalk to the casino to find out it was closed on Good Friday. Shit. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think a casino would close on Good Friday. But yes, yeah, that's a little weird. I guess even the gamblers have a little bit of religion. So apparently, so we walked back, found this nice sushi shop. You know, actually, you know why? Sorry, I actually know the rule, the reason that they're not allowed to have casinos open on Easter. I just remembered. Enlighten me. Would you like for me to enlighten you? Yeah, please. Jesus can't play because the coins fall through the holes in his hands. So they're not going to fucking open on his birthday. It doesn't mean, like, that would be rude. It's not his birthday. You think Easter is Jesus's birthday? All oh, right, not his birthday. Sorry, that's Christmas. <clears throat> it's his uh, rebirth day. It's Zombie Jesus Day. Yeah, it's rebirth, so that kind of is his fucking birthday. I'd celebrate both, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, I guess. No? I don't know. I just that was a long walk for not the best joke, and it was pretty fucking good. Come on, I wanted to have some kind of joke, and I didn't have it. And then you said that, and I was like. That was my chance. I have to. I have to backtrack to get us back to that point so that I can drop this fucking gold on Tom. But anyways, uh, moving along. Thank you. All right. Well. <clears throat> so I believe you were at closed casino. Yeah. So the casino was closed, <laughs> and we ended up finding a nice little like uh, this very like Halifax sushi restaurant called Sea Smoke. We can get like some nice seafood wrapped in the sushi, and like they do it all in house. And they have like some nice like, like it's like Japanese theme, but they're like you can get like like a lobster tail there if you want to. Anyway, like we sat outside. They have like a, the tables have like fireplace in the middle, and that was a nice. It was honestly a nice dinner and a nice way to spend some time with my mom. The next day, I drove my mom out to Peggy's Cove. Uh, first, I took her to like a farmer's market, and she got some stuff for the for Foley, like some nice like homemade dog treats and all that stuff. And I took her to nice. Peggy's Cove. The classic. Yeah. And then uh, then the Peggy's Cove. So, like, we saw, like, the lighthouse. And we went, like, kind of, like, rock climbing because you can get and see different parts of, the like, the ocean. And, like, seeing the waves crash against the rocks. It's just, it, it's it's breathtaking. And then we had, like, a nice lobster roll. And then, That was a beautiful picture you painted. I can almost smell the sea air. Yeah, and we had a lobster roll. And then I took her to see the... Uh, memorial for uh flight swiss air 111 so like a plane crash many years ago in uh, uh i want to say 1998 but it could be 1968 but i want to say it's kind of a morbid thing to take your no but to. it's like like you know it's it's a memorial it's like hey, 
guess, yeah. Yeah, if we're celebrating zombie Jesus this weekend. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you hit up any graveyards to show her the old graveyards? No, but we drove past so many. There's so many graveyards in Nova Scotia. Nice. I don't. People must be dying to get in there. Are you proud of yourself? <laughs> you just keep lining them up. I'll keep knocking them out of the park, bud. I feel like you're walking. I'm getting my baseball vernacular even, ready. I didn't even mention graveyard. You did that. You walked me there. <laughs> It was kind of like we were there a little bit memorial. It's kind of like no, the word that like, no, nah, man, that, you know, no. Nah. We got there together. So anyway, on the way back, um, so like we we're gonna have dinner at Hillary. So like, just a good way to spend time with like my mom and Hillary. And I was gonna cook. Like my mom and I were gonna cook dinner. So we ran some errands. Like we stopped at like Costco to get like some stuff for dinner, like the steaks and the salad and like whatever, yeah. like, whatever we were gonna do. And then um, on our way to pick up Hillary's dog that was at doggy daycare that day, we saw this dude who was just covered in blood, like from tip of the shoulder to all the way down his hand to like kind of smeared on his face and then just casually smoking a cigarette. I have never seen someone look so disgusting and look so calm in one instance. So like, I like my mom got was like grossed out. I saw him from like a little bit away. We call the cops, right? And we call like obviously like he tried to do the right thing. Call the cops. Yeah. I gave a description. I said like, look, I, there's this guy walking on Joseph Howe, the name of the street. Uh, he's covered in blood. I don't know what's going on. Like I just drove past the guy. I didn't stop. I didn't do anything. I, I don't know what kind of, what his mental state is, but like maybe you should send someone to come check it out. And um, they're like, okay, do you know, like, where on Joseph Howe? And I gave, like, the cross street. I gave a brief description yeah. of the guy. And then we go pick up Hillary's dog. Um, and then I go uh, pick up a cheesecake for dessert. And we pick up uh, – and then uh, we drop my mom and the dog off at home so she can get started on making uh, twice-baked potatoes. I go pick up Hillary from work. And by the time I get back to Hillary's, I get a call back from the police saying, this is a constable so-and-so. Yeah, so – turns out we found the guy thank you very much for calling the emergency uh and it turns out that he like all those injuries were self-inflicted and there's something mentally wrong with the fella so that's tough well like i don't know man like you know it's like tough to hear but like now that he's getting hopefully he's getting the help that he needs because they took him to the mental ward you guided him in the right direction it's just shitty like when things like that happen but it is good, like, to be able to help someone out in that situation. Everybody goes through, like, tough patches. Some people deal with it better than others, depending. And, like, mental issues happen nowadays mm-hmm. more and more. Like, we, at least it's more in the light nowadays. You know what I mean? People talk about yeah. it, right? So, like, I'll, I'll, hopefully this guy's getting the help that he deserves. And it was, like, nice of the police, yeah, like, sure. call me back. And, like, my mom, was she's driving. That's nice of them to tell you. Yeah, like, my mom was in the car with me. She's like, I should have taken a picture of the guy. I'm like, why? She's just like, <laughs> yeah. for evidence. I go, do you think I'm going to court over this shit? <laughs> no. This is like, <laughs> like, what do you think is happening? No. So we had like a nice supper and then I took my mom back to the airport um, this morning. So she's, she's okay, on her right. way back to Montreal as we speak. So, but all in all, it was a lovely trip. So filled with good times, a little, a, a fucking horror story a little bit. And uh, yeah. yeah. But it was a lovely trip. She had a great time. She loved all of it. And 
Yeah, I'm sure it's very visually pleasing for anybody to be there. Yeah. So, it, it cool. Yeah, so she had a lovely time. Nothing wrong with that. How was your Easter weekend? It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty uneventful, to be honest. We went out to the lake for a couple days, just kind of lay low before we take off for our trip here. Had a nice roast beef dinner last night. I went to bed pretty early both nights. Just rest and recuperation time. Mm -hmm. I ended my career 15 years this week, too, so it was, like, nice to just uh, have some time to deflate. Had a couple drinks. We played a bunch of cards on uh, Friday night. We went out there, like, Friday morning, so we were... Got the better of two days out there and came home today. Yeah. Nice. So it was good. How do you feel now that you're done a job that you've been doing the last? I'm excited. Like you feel accomplished in a way because you're closing the chapter. You know, it's a long, like a, a long period of me doing things. Doesn't mean that like another chapter in my life down the road might not be that dissimilar from what I'm, you know, what I did for that long, but you don't. When it's a career like that, it always is still a part of you. You know what I mean? You're not going to lose those skills that you garnered for all those years and all the things that you did, the experiences. Mm -hmm. It was hard saying goodbye to some of the people because we're, you know, tight. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like goodbye. It was see you later, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. that. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. I mean, like, did um, any any shocking goodbyes? Like, I know you had a few tiffs with people there. Did anyone... No, no, every everything was like all good. Everybody gets high school glasses when someone's leaving from a long period like that. I shook hands with all the managers and the owner, and you know, I have some of my coworkers took it a little hard. A few of them like brought presents for me, mm-hmm. nothing too crazy, but it was like, dude, you, know, you didn't fucking have to do that at all. Like totally unexpected, but very sweet nonetheless. And uh, saying goodbye to like some of the really close people i'm with it got a little emotional at times but held it together as best i could you know they got me a cake but as you know i don't eat cake well, that's so pretty I was good, like, man. i'm glad that you got cake. a nice little send-off yeah and they signed a card and stuff like that which was kind of cool i'm very well respected there because i lead by example and i'm a hard worker and i treated a lot of people very good on the day-to-day as long as they don't approach me first thing in the morning i'm super fucking friendly so <laughs> it's good to leave a legacy like that behind you know what i mean and everyone was like you know you always have a home here if if you want so it's never hurts to hear that kind of thing on the way out and i wish the best even the people that i didn't get along with i made a specific point of going out of my way to say like goodbye to them and just say you know i know we didn't always see eye to eye to eye but i wish only the best for you and for your career and i meant it you know i don't hold grudges to silly tiffs when someone when both people care about what they're trying to do you know what i mean like if you're pat it's like being a hockey fan yeah you gotta be uh gentlemanly in that kind of in that kind of way so uh changing gears here but i had to ask who the fuck gets 46 points in one night in the hockey was it 46 points i thought it was like 40 it i don't know how it was a lot yeah i don't know this guy he like, I, no, it was forty points. He got forty points last night, and okay. like I got twenty two and a half. Which, hey, that's still a lot of points. That's respectable on any. Yeah, but the now there's like a twenty and a half point thing, and we're like, we're like almost, we're less than a week out 
Like this is like yeah, a couple couple more games for each team at yeah. most, right? Like now, the season right? ends, which is insane. So like, and you got injured fucking players yeah. now. Like what yeah. the hell? So I got I like I'm looking at my team here. Like I have faith. I think I can pull this out. Kaprizov's back in yeah. the lineup, although he didn't do anything last oh. night. Yeah, that's to be expected. It means he'll open up next. Uh, game. Nate McKinnon didn't get me any points last night. Which that's tough. Which uh, I kind of need. I need my clutch players to play fucking clutch right now, because because yeah, I want to win. I've never fucking won one of these, and I'm like I'm so close. I was I was yeah. talking to Morgan the other day, and like I had not the whole season long. I have not rubbed in his face that he's in last place. I have <laughs> been so respectful, so respectful. Yeah, and he goes. uh yeah, yeah, it looks like you're doing pretty well. I just, I got to tell you, man, I hope you don't win. I'm like, why? He was like, because I'll never hear the end of it. I go, dude, I haven't said shit to you all season long. I have been playing my game, and I've been leaving. I, I, I talked to you about things I should do. If anyone's talked shit to you, it's you, man. Like, I haven't done any of this. He goes like, oh, it's all right, man. Like, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, it's all right, last place. And then so, like, he goes, fuck you. I'm like, you open this door, buddy. <laughs> I like the subtle ones, yeah, for sure. It's it sucks being in last place for sure. You think you know like stuff, and then it turns out you don't know stuff as much as you thought you might know yeah. stuff. It can yeah. hurt. And now my fucking star goalie's hurt too. Like Linus Olmark got a fucking injury, not playing out lower body will not. So he's not playing against fucking the Flyers. So that means Jeremy Swayman's gonna get all these fucking points. That's unfortunate, oh, dude. It's killer. Yeah, that's painful. Like it is what it is, though. That's the fun of the game. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Like, and it's clutch. Like, it's like I need like guys to be at their fucking peak till the fourteenth. And as long as I, yeah. like the thing I realize, as long as I get a similar amount of points as this guy, I'm fine. Because I'm just like, yeah, I just, I just exactly. gotta keep that gap closed. So, so if he gets eight points, I need eight points. Like, I, I can't yeah. have... Which isn't too much. That's why last night was such a bitch, because you're just like, holy fuck, like, he could close it in tonight. He could get 24 points tonight, you get zero, fucking done. Yeah, I know, but the That's Avalanche crazy. are playing tonight, and so are the Bruins, so I got... I hopped up to six. Yeah, I saw that. You... A respectable six. Yeah. That's not bad, man. Hey, I don't mind being in the middle of the pack. I ha- I haven't won a hockey pool either, either, either at, at all, but... Here yeah, I am uh, giving it a go. It was fun. Yeah, and so like now that it's like push coming to shove, like I really want, I really want to win, and so yeah, fuck yeah, I want you to win too. That'd be yeah, sweet. Yeah, I really want to win. I don't want to come inside. It's a nice pot too. Like you can go get yourself a new car or something like fun. No, it's not that much money, Sean. A lot of motherfuckers make trades, bro. I know, I know, expensive. but those trades, like how many were we allowed? Fuck, wasn't it five bucks a new? Five, was it five? Yeah, no, but trade? we were allowed like eight trades this year, right? Yeah. So you told me to go look at that guy's trades, and I was like, "Holy shit!" You made a lot of trades, and like it doesn't help me then when the fucking now. Don't get me wrong; I'm wearing an Oilers jersey. Come this playoffs, I'm rooting for the fucking oil. But Connor McDavid, can you calm down for a fucking minute, please? Because I need you to just slow it down for the like the last five days of the season, please and thank you. It's insane uh, the pace that he's always at, but like to see him join the group of six players, including himself, who've gotten over 150 points in a season, mm-hmm. 
that's a really fucking short list of people yeah. and it hasn't been done in like a lot of years where the game was fucking very different yeah. so pretty exciting stuff it's been fun to watch just to see like what he does and he's so selfless too like he makes so many other plays that he doesn't get points on too because he wants his team to succeed he doesn't give his pair as much about personal success like i have zach hyman on my team and they play together quite often and fuck like every single time my guy gets a point it's like a catch 22 because like oh who do you assist mcdavid perfect thanks and then yeah so then like ah so it's like it's this whole thing of just I just I just need my players to do well. I need wherever I can get points. It's so you're so close you can taste it. Is the I know, but the, the problem is it can go either way at this point. That's the thing. It can go either yeah. fucking way. <clears throat> That's true. But fun fun for the ride either yeah. way. Yeah, so like that's the thing. Like I'm making like it's making me nervous. It's making me really fucking nervous that uh that it's like we're 20 points difference. So like that's a lot of points, but also one good day gives them 20 points. But also like I need to have if I can keep up having the good days I've been having. Like he's had like a few drought drought points days which like kept the gap yeah. like I don't want to I, I don't know this guy. I have no idea who he is. So of course I'm going to talk a little shit. But like he's had some like, you know, minus 5 days. And I just want to say there was a point in the pool where I was fourth yeah, you were back. You've always like middle, higher end of the middle of the pack, which is good because that's a great place to be down the stretch. If your guys start performing like yours have, it pops you right in there. Right? Yeah, and I don't know if I regret trading Evander Kane because this Pavel Zaksha guy has been really good for me. Like he got two goals. Left. Kane hasn't been putting up too too many points right yeah. now. So yeah, so like I I'm not kicking myself there. Um, and, like it hurts that like one of my goalies is out. That hurts. And I would like to see yeah. Shea Theodore and um, and Krejci back in the lineups. So just just to get like whatever, because they're on teams that'll win. So they they might just get points yeah. for being on the fucking ice. This is true, which happens all the time. Yeah. So I know they won't lose me any points, but at the same time, like I need right now, I need all the points I can fucking get to win this hockey pool, and it is getting it's yeah, down I mean- to the wire. The there's five days left. There's five days left in the hockey season. Yeah. That's one thing that they should do, like, in future years is have run a tally so everyone knows where the jackpot's getting to yeah. be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in a group I, chat I, or something, just I, have, like, a yeah. – or, like, the name of the group even, just have that be in the jackpot there because it'd be cool to know. I, I think for. that's what we're going to do next year. There's a few changes to the to the pool because, like, like, a few people made, like, uh, comments – like not in the group chat, just like in person stuff that we've talked about. Like I don't know, I, I talk yeah. to Morgan every day. Um, certain other people talk to Morgan. Like, like I'm not in Montreal, and neither are you. But like, even if you dropped a line to me, like things that you suggested, I brought to Morgan's attention. So like, yeah. So like, we might do a thing next year where last place has to uh, either pay an extra hundred bucks or something, just to make sure that the bottom four have reasons to make trades. Just to make the that'll make the yeah. pot bigger. Then like it'll be good to keep the pot updated as much as we can. And that was like kind of Morgan's responsibility with like the spreadsheet and stuff because he was like the the secretary this year for the league. And it's hard. It's a hard job. Right. Like I like being the guy that just has yeah. to put money in and then pick a team. 
it's fucking easy. Yeah, right? for sure. Like with the do the. Now, if you take on that kind of responsibility, it is just that a responsibility. Yeah. So like, I don't want to. I'm I'm never gonna talk shit <laughs> about what anyone else is doing, but no, it'd be good to like do those things. So like, the, just those little tweaks, and then I would like to get it up to at least twelve. Yeah, twelve is a good number. Then like it changes up the draft dynamic and like it makes it like a little more competitive. I found like last year we were all close than we were this year. Yeah. Like by by mid season. It was less players last year too, which is better in ways. Cause you're, I don't know you, the pool for tradies is bigger. And then, I don't know. I like the last format way better than this yeah. year's format. I wasn't expecting to pick that many extra players either. Right? Yeah. Which it has its ups and downs for sure. Well, yeah. Well, it helps you know, like on your team where you could actually, um, like get more points, more players are playing. And then like, yeah. But then you have to like really be strategize, strategize your picks and all that stuff. So there, yeah, for there. sure. It changes the whole dynamic, how many players you pick. Mm-hmm. So I found like, personally, I, I found it to be okay. I, I like, I like this yeah. year, but I would like to see some change, like a few changes made. Like, uh, I, well, you're going to be the champ. So you're going to have some swinging power in this one. You can really like put your two cents in and people will listen. Oh, yeah. This guy won. We should do what he wants. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I, I'm not, I'm not getting ahead of myself. It's just I no. five days. I know I, I, we're sports guys. We know don't say no, it until no, it's real. It's, it ain't you ain't there till you no, won no, the belt. Exactly. But. And that it is a fucking tight fight between me and this Andrew Bolas guy. <clears throat> it is, yeah. It's anybody's fucking. And even game. then Both and I haven't teams. even like gotten rid of like Hogan as like a competitor either. I'm looking at his stats. He's just out he's just two points shy of sixteen hundred. But if he has two really good days Yeah. Like if we're living in a world where He's still there. There's still yeah, a possibility. Like, he could pull it out of his ass like anywhere like it's just yeah that's funny well so it, it, yeah fun to watch i've been keeping an eye out a little bit more just in the hopes to see your name at the top there so keep up the good work yeah, sir it's been it'll be a nice thing if i win because like i never win this shit but fuck i can't get my hopes up right now but, but it'll be a no and you look back to all the investments you've put into this kind of mm-hmm. thing and this being a big, like an okay payout, it, it'll clean some of that up from the past. Yeah. So like, that's the best yeah, way to look like at I, it. I know I put like, I, I know I'm over my trade limit. I think I owe like, I don't know, like 40, 50 bucks or something like that. That's what I owe on top. Right. But even then it would be like nice to be like, all right, here's what I owe. Come back. For sure. Yeah. Money is fantastic. Yeah. So, <laughs> But uh, no, it'd be, it, it's just, it would just be really nice just to, just to win, to be honest. And yeah, I get that. just to have that <laughs> feeling of like, fuck, yes. Yeah. And like, it feels good yeah, to win. Especially with like my team, like my team, my team feels like a ragtag group of misfits. Like, I don't know. It all just kind of worked out. Like I did some research on like a little bit and like, I listened to these podcasts and then you see like. You see things, and you once you get a gut feeling, like Linus Olmark was a gut fucking feeling. Once I saw Jeremy Swayman have like a bad game and him have a good one, I'm like, I want to go with this fucking guy right here. Yeah, and Jeremy Swayman didn't start having like a great season until uh, after the midway point. So, yeah, it's definitely nice to um, 
have the guys perform that you aren't expecting to. You know the guys that you pick who you expect to be your performers, mm-hmm. but then when the other guys start hitting, when you're they're the hunches, you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, babe. like even like the but, the the players that I trade for, like the my part-time trades, they got me points. Like I had a bunting nice. from the Leafs for a little while. Say which, like, I, as, as much as I'm not a fucking Leafs guy, and now like my loss is Leafs free, but like that guy got me points while yeah. I was away. That guy got me points, and then I had Thomas Hurdle from the Sharks while I needed him. He fucking got me points. Like there are guys that just showed up, did what I needed them to do while I had them covering for other players. Fucking good on them. Yeah, that's sweet. I like that. And, like, I didn't expect Claude Giroux to have a fucking season the way he's having. And, like, having him picked, like, good for him. Fuck, that was dope. Yeah, that's nice when you have those guys stepping up like that. Definitely fun. It's been a fun season to watch. Yeah. And keeping an eye on the standings and all that. I'm curious to see how everything unfolds. Yeah, I think we're going to have a good fucking set of playoffs this year. I'm excited, for sure. I feel great about... Like way better about the Oilers going in this year than I did. Well, they last year, if so. they keep winning, they might end up in first. No, like don't they? Yeah, there's a possibility. Yeah, so then they can get home games like the whole way through. Yeah, well, for sure. Right now, we get home ice advantage in because we'll be in second place at the worst. Yeah. So, which is nice. Yeah. Well, uh, here's hoping. Right now, we would play LA, which I'm totally okay with. It'd be a good series again. Well, didn't you just like? Dummy, all of California. Yeah, well, we beat them twice in a row, the Kings in the last. I know, week, but not but, just. I mean, regular. Season, not just. Not just the different. Kings, but like the Sharks, the, the Ducks, Ducks, like all of the the, the all the whole yeah. state of California. I think you guys just. I think you guys swept the whole state this year. The sunny weather was nice to our boys. That's for sure. They went in there like a bunch of Kryptonians, sucking up that sunlight and whooping some yeah. ass. So, yeah, it was fun. Fucking a. Fun to watch. I'm not. You never. This time of year, they're tooling up a lot. They're like giving the ice time to the third and fourth liners a little bit more. They're trying to just get themselves in the best spot as a team as they can. And I like what I see. Definitely, and so, I like what I see too. Like it's, like I said, it's hard not to be an Oilers fan, man. It is fucking hard. Yeah, not to be. there's a lot of good things happening yeah. here. That's for sure. I'm fucking excited. It's going to be yeah. fun. No, for sure. Um, did you catch Picard this week? I did, yes, I did. Dude. It's fucking so satisfying, but I'm getting sick of this shit. The knowledge that it's going to end. I think we got two episodes left, man. Yeah, it's crazy. That's not a lot of Star Trek, that's for sure. To And then, like, the conference table scene where they all sat at the table together, it was just like, oh, fuck, that's nice. Such a beautiful fucking scene. But, like, the all of it, yeah. like, the data versus lore stuff. And like I, that was cool. Like I knew it. Like as soon as like ah, just all of it. I just data given pieces of himself constantly to lore, so that it was just nice Star Trek. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like a good data Jordy Enterprise type story, even though it wasn't on the Enterprise. Fucking awesome. You think we'll see the Enterprise? Like you think we'll have a moment? Like I know they're on the Titan. I don't know. I'd like to see them. I don't know what's going to happen. Like we've talked you and I this whole time about how it's hard to like dream of scenarios that we want to have happen because 
A, we're usually wrong, and B, they're just giving us all these awesome moments that we don't need to ask for much. Yeah, like even like like but. the moments that, like to go back to to get uh Rolaren back and to get Tuvok or a version of Tuvok to show up, and the fact that we're against yeah. the fucking um uh the the changelings, changelings, like all of this stuff is just like things I didn't expect to ever see in this fucking season of Picard, and they're just like, hey. Hey, here's some fan service. Here's some more fan service. Yeah. And here's some more fan service. Walt's giving us one of the best stories in all of Star Trek history. It is just so much it's so much nostalgia and so much new wonder and it, that's what makes it so fucking special, right? This is what Kirk and like all those characters wanted for themselves back in the day was to come back and do another show. They got all the movies. But, like, for us, what we're getting is this series where it's just, like, you know, in the previous seasons, we got some throwbacks. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting, like, this incredible, like, arc, story arc to give us everything we ever needed and never knew we wanted. What would you think about the Worf and Deanna moment? It was fucking weird. It was so good. It was. I was uh, like, really? Yes. (laughs) It was the one thing we never got closure on. And it was perfect. Yeah. I loved every second of it. Because, like, you had to mention it. You had to mention it. We never got closure on that relationship. As far as I'm concerned, when TNG ended, they were still together. And then all of a sudden... It was a little awkward. Ah. <laughs> and then, like, Riker going, yeah. like, inappropriate. Just... Ah. I loved it. I figured you were going to be quite happy with it. I, like, every time Worf shows up, it just feels so good. Yeah. It doesn't matter where, when, why, how. I love that. Fucking, and I, I love what Michael. I also like how he's done. not like we were worried with the trailer. Like, oh, it's going to be a shittier version of Worf, and he's not going to be good until like the tail end of the season. Nah, man, he's been fucking right from the get excellent all fucking season long. Like, I've been meaning to send yeah. heads of my enemies to all of you, but I can see how that would have been deemed passive aggressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It's just fucking good programming. Yeah. Uh, and then they announced the new season of Strange New Worlds coming in June as well. So when Picard is over, we don't have like an incredible long wait for more new Star Trek. What, so what, when's nice the final season of Discovery starting? Uh, I don't know. Idea probably twenty twenty four. It's usually pretty far apart that one. Okay, because that's that's its final season too. Like I hope Strange New Worlds yeah. goes the, like the distance. Like I hope that they don't do any. But, gives us at least five seasons minimum. That's what I'd love to see. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, it's weird when you think about it, right? Because they're gonna these shows are gonna start ending, and then how many are we gonna have left? And I, I heard they're doing the academy. That's happening now. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting too. I'm guessing it'll be more of like a teen drama, is the hope, but maybe not. I hope it's not like a teen drama. I was like, like, um. I would like to see like the young Starfleet officers go into like, like, uh, like, kind of view it like Harry Potter, like a day in the life of Starfleet Academy, where you go like these are yeah. the different courses they have to take. These are like different like competitions you can get into. These are like different areas of sports. Like I know like baseball's gone, but like they had like the what was uh, the Wesley Crusher a part of before he they accidentally killed someone. Uh, red team or alpha something. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, I know yeah. what you're talking about. But like red squad. Yeah, 
like there's like all these kinds of stuff that are within Starfleet Academy. So like that Chief O'Brien's there teaching. There's that too. Is that right? confirmed? That's where he left to DS9 was to go to Starfleet Academy to teach. So of course the Komini, I'm sure, I'm fucking sure is gonna be cast in that show as a professor. Oh, which will then make that even that much more fucking beautiful. That would make it so good. Who else who else do you think could show up as a Admiral Janeway teaches there as well at times. We know that as well. So that's another fact. Whether we don't know timeline they're gonna go there. But you could have anybody. You could have any engineer at any given time, any Yeah, you could just officer. do have guest lecturers all the time, right? You could have hundred percent Jordy LaFord show up as a guest lecturer and that and then like some mishap That's what Janeway would be because she would she was the expert on the Borg in the like future that they showed us when at before admiral janeway came back in the last episode mm-hmm. that old janeway was working at the academy yeah so. so that that's awesome i would like i would like to see a lot of that that'd be that'd be that'd be great tv oh. just curious to see what road they're gonna take us on is all i was and, getting at once like picard wraps up discovery wraps up what's next and also like the success of this like you and i talk about it every week the success of this must mean a spinoff show for somebody somewhere down the line like the adventures of titan or for sure like are we gonna see war show up in the section 31 show because technically is we we're on board for any of it is the thing i'm just curious to see what they decide to give us yeah oh or like and again like i would like i would love to watch data with feelings a whole fucking series of just Brent Spiner enjoying fucking life. Just, and like. I would love that show. That moment where he goes, uh, Data, you're using contractions. No, I'm not. No, I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) That was pretty good. And that moment of just like, how do you feel? It's like, Jordy, I feel. Fucking, oh, I could have cried right there. It was uh, cool moments, you know, just these genuine fucking long dreamt of moments. That's the best way that I can put it. Just you never know what to expect and fuck. Yeah. It's so good. It's a so good. That's a, yeah, it's an unbelievable time. Fucking hey. Um, okay, so theory time. What's behind the red door? Uh... I don't know, man. I still wonder if he's a paw wraith. What's a paw wraith? The door, the gate. What's a paw, what's a uh, paw wraith again? The evil uh, wormhole aliens. Not the prophets, but the paw wraith. Mm-hmm. The red eyes. Mm-hmm. Superpowers, telepathic powers. It could honestly, a lot of it be explained away as that. But I don't know. That's why I was thinking like the doorway could be the gate. Mm-hmm. The wormhole. Yeah, you know? I was thinking it was like Lacutus. A lot of people are thinking that it could be a board connection for sure. Or, or, and it's just scary for no reason. Could it be the Cisco? Could be wormhole alien. It's possible some some connection to that. It could be Odo. Hmm. Like, if he was trying to help create a new type of solid, a new type of uh, changeling or something, I don't know. 
I have no fucking idea. How do you feel about Star Trek having swearing? Because I wanted to text you. I watched I watched this episode like super early in the morning on Thursday. Yeah. And I wanted to text you going fucking solids. But like again, like mm-hmm. you would have watched it Thursday night, so obviously you didn't know what I was talking about, and then you would have been like, Yeah, no spoilers, ease. Pretty much. No, it is I don't, I don't know how I feel. I think that people are a lot different nowadays than what they were even in when I was a kid. So when I was a kid, they didn't want to put swearing in because it was like... Well, they put swearing in the movies. Huh? They, they put... Yeah, it, it came in, though, they, at a They let Data point. swear. Yeah, eventually, but that was like 1998. And it's just to keep up with the times, I think. It's just the vernacular of the day. You have to conform to it, ultimately. Well, I right? think it's, it's also, like for one... They were on primetime TV at the time, so they couldn't yeah. do swearing. Now, now is a str- like it's a part of Paramount Plus. It's not like so you can say or do whatever you want. Yeah, it opens up a lot more doors than it closes. And I don't I like, and I like how it's not overused. Mm-hmm. Like you are saying "fuck" at the right moments, like her line of fucking solids and i just realized who that actress is the van check or vatic yeah she christopher Plummer's daughter uh i only know her as uh honey bunny from pulp fiction okay she's like any of you bricks move and i'll execute every last of you motherfuckers yeah i remember yeah i can see that but like that's yeah, she's been around. She's been in a few things over the years. I recognized her like a little bit when I saw her, but never like too much popularity in huge ways. I yeah. guess that's the most mainstream thing. Other than this, I'd say that she's probably done yeah. that. I know. Of. Yeah. Uh, no, I will. But yeah, that's cool. It's fun to tie those little uh, connections, right? Where you see somebody like motherfucker. It's the same with uh, the captain there um, of the Titan. Captain I, Shaw. When I saw him, I was. Yeah, exactly. When I saw him, I was like, fuck, I know him from places. And then I went and looked up his his stuff and was like, oh, okay, that's right. Oh, when 709 goes, my name is 7 of 9. Bitch, better yeah. recognize. <clears throat> that was pretty good, too. It was funny. I like uh, so much of this is like, I don't know, it's the best season so far to me. Not that I had any huge issues with the previous two, but to me, this is like... I think this might be the best season of Star Trek anything. I don't want to, like, I know that we are going against other shows that had, like, 20-some-odd episodes and all that stuff, but, like. It's up there. I wouldn't call it the best, but it's the most satisfying ways to wrap up a storyline of of the legacy. Yeah, and just, but this whole story, to me, it rivals, like, the short story of, Picard getting kidnapped by the Borg, which then kind of continues in first contact, but like that yeah. that storyline, it kind of beats it. Um this is just like the icing on the cake of of the Dominion War, so I feel like that beats what we got in DS9 because we're getting more. I don't think it beats it. I wouldn't say it beats it because it's not really giving us any of the war. It's just like a little bit of the political after the fallout of the war. You know what I mean? It's and not even all of that. 
I don't know. But I know what you're saying. Like, it's good programming. I enjoy it. It doesn't beat out. I prefer episodic seasons myself. There's too many gems inside of those. I like a continuous story. That's why you should watch Enterprise Season 3. Because I don't know that any of the seasons of Picard touch Season 3 of Enterprise. For one continuous story that is fucked up and really good. Like, that's... I don't think it touches that just yet, if I'm being completely honest. I'm not even just fucking with you because you haven't seen it. You'll watch mm-hmm. it and be like, fuck. There's just a couple arcs where there's like four or five episodes in a row where you're like fucking banger, banger, bang. Like every single one of them, you're like, and they're individual stories too, but they all carry in the same continuous storyline. Okay. Fucking good. Good shit. You can't not love it. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Well, all right, I'll I'll take your word for it. I'll probably venture off there once I'm done with the uh, all my. But yeah, continuous stories have been a part of Star Trek for a long time now. Same with DS Nine. Season six was all one story. Season seven was kind of all one. Yeah, story. well, as soon as the Dominion so War, I do like that. What's as soon that? As the Dominion War took off, right? The that. Yeah, it became pretty continuous from, but still, so many gems individually, and that's what <clears throat> I wish Picard did a little bit more. I once we find out who Jack is, all of that storyline crumbles. Then when we rewatch it, we're like, "Yeah, he's that. We get it." See, we like know. that doesn't bother yeah, me. Okay, the mystery is gone. But that doesn't bother me as much as it does you. Like for me, like what yeah. what I'm gonna get out of this when I rewatch it is just those moments of everyone coming back together again. Like one continuous yeah. story. I like it too. It's just like, it's spoiled a little bit. Like when know I know that. that Picard becomes Lacutus, like it doesn't ruin that moment for me. No, but it's a two hour or an hour and a half episode, not 10 hours. Yeah. And then like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's also like, but there's other things. Like when I watch Empire Strikes Back, that moment when Vader goes, Luke, I'm your father. Like, yeah. It doesn't ruin like, the whole there's, rest there's of it. There's those iconic moments where you can just rewatch it again and just go. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Just a lot longer in, in this format yeah. to do that. Yeah. When, and the same is true. Like I said, I've said this before about Discovery with it's her mom. Yeah. Stop fucking wondering, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm curious to see how they wrap it up. I'm sure they'll do it justice because they have up to this point. It'll be piss me right off if everything is left open ended. I I'd like some stuff to still be left to mystery, but I don't want like everyone on the brink of destruction and then we it's just over. Well, like like we talked about this before. Like if it does end that way, then it's going to have to continue somewhere else. And like it has to. Like so, like like to. we might we might be getting like a thing where they, as the finale of, like, of Picard goes, here's the spinoff Riker, or here's the spinoff, like now introducing data or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Oh like, yeah, for sure. It's a lot of options still. And, and like, and I don't see any of these actors saying no, no, I don't either. The joy that they get from it and shit, I don't know. I hope not anyways. Like, like I don't know. Like, if Data didn't, or, or Brent Spiner didn't want to come back, he wouldn't have come back season one of Picard. And... He loves it. Yeah. And it's like, and it made his career. Like, yeah, he's done some other stuff, and he's he's had success as a voice actor. He's had some minor success as, like, a, a, a an actor outside of Star Trek. I mean, like, he's in... Uh, independence day and he's in uh uh master of disguise that's pretty much it (laughs) 
can't, I can't tell you what else he's in, but he does show up. Enterprise. Yeah, he shows up in Enterprise. Spoiler alert! Fuck. Yeah. We were we but were talking he, about outside of Star Trek, but all right. But I'm yeah, just, he's just he gets around. And like his version of the Joker in um, uh, Young Justice is fucking phenomenal. Is yeah, it? he does a really good Joker. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. I like a good Joker, sir. So yeah, I'm intrigued by this. Um, I do have a public correction to say, by the way. Ooh. Josh did some research because he knew that I was wrong when I said Tampa was the game that I went to first. It was actually Washington. Okay. So uh, thanks for correcting me there, Josh. Um, he sent me that earlier in the week. He's like, great podcast, guys. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you fucked up. It was Washington, not Tampa. Okay. And he like Googled the date that we went and sent me a picture of that, that game on the schedule the day we went. And I was like, okay, fine. fine. He keeps you fucking honest, eh? Yeah, every once in a while, it's like the hockey facts. If you or I get them wrong, he texts me like the next day after the podcast releases, and he's like, "It was actually 06. I'm like, "Oh fuck, okay, thanks." He's got good a good stat mind. Good for him. I, I wish he and my dad had hockey conversations because he would have fucking loved it. Yeah, <clears throat> they would have had a hoot. I'm sure your dad would have been the grandmaster of info. They could have watched the draft together. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm nearing the end of SG one. Are I'm you? on season 10. I'm on like episode 9. Can I just say, you know what sucks when they do a shitty throwaway episode in the end of the season? Near the end. Like, you're like, really? You're wasting one of my last episodes on this fucking garbage? I anyways, carry fucking on. love that episode. Episode 200 <laughs> was the absolute best thing I've ever seen out of that show. Because it called itself out for everything it does and it made me i thought you it made me so fucking happy (laughs) (laughs) that was like one of the big reasons where i was like this motherfucker needs to watch sg1 (laughs) just get through 10 seasons 200 episodes just to get to that oh it was so worth it it was so good where like (laughs) bala is just like i'm not even in any of this shit (laughs) and then like they just throw they give their throwaway ideas they're like what, so our main character's just not in the show anymore? So, like, what what would you do? And then they were just like, I don't know, sometimes you can just mention them from time to time and then, like, have them be on the phone or, you know, like, do other things like that, which is exactly what they do with Jack O'Neill. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm just fucking dying. Uh, <laughs> and then there's like, yeah, there was that whole time where he was invisible and he's just, like, not actually fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking, it's so good. It is. And like, then they call. I'll give it to them. And then they, they they're great at just doing what. We and want. then they call and him out for like everything. It was like, yeah, sure, he was in like the eighth season, but like you know, a lot of people said that he really phoned it in that season. Or the thing they did with uh, uh, who plays who plays uh, Michael Shanks, where they're doing the whole like. Yeah, uh, you know, I just needed a break. You know, I just wanted, like, I just didn't want a fake boulder thrown at me every week. I just, but he was in, like, the fifth or fifth or sixth season, like, that shit. Yeah. It was like, I, I, like, yeah, like, and then, like, uh, they called me back. I didn't call them back. <laughs> uh, like, like, all of that was just 
the... I would say I, re- I remember that episode the least because I've watched it the least out of every episode, all the episodes, but I have seen it. It's it, just dude, it not is my so favorite. entertaining. But it's good. It's so entertaining. It is funny. And then at one point, they're just marionette puppets, and I'm just dying. They're just like, there's no reason for this, but thank you. I didn't know how much I wanted to see this. I figured you would have, all people would appreciate it more than any other. <laughs> it was so good. It was just so <laughs> good. And like, I just, but like, what I did like is just all of it calling themselves out on it. And then, like, and then, like, the new actor uh, going, like, this is my line of, what, what was his line? Is, uh, will do or something? That's the only thing. You need to, um, Really like savor the next many episodes because it just they give you some really fucking good programming oh, to come. I, like you're yeah. you're at the cusp where you're just like it gets fucking better as every episode goes so on. Can you explain to me like what actually happened with Michael Shanks and why he leaves for a season? Like, was there an actual reason behind it? I, I think he did want to like leave the show and it, it, like kind of try to experience other things, uh-huh. but then he it didn't really work out as well as he'd hoped, and so he came right back. You can Google or YouTube, and I actually watched a video recently about why he left and came back, and the gist of it was he wanted to see what else was out there, and then came back. Okay, that's awesome. And they even gave us like a fucking wedding between uh, uh, O'Neill and uh, Carter, which I liked. And then they're like, like no one wants to see that. I was like, that's all I've wanted to fucking see for. <laughs> that's why they threw that little tidbit for like four in there, fucking right? seasons. They took a lot of heat. They took a lot of shit at the time of people being like, "Why won't you get together?" Five But yeah, oh, glad you're enjoying the ride, sir. That the, that episode two hundred was just fucking phenomenal. Nice. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, sir. Yeah. But season ten, um, yeah, Stargate man, it's fucking, it's a wild ride. Yeah. You're in a like, you're in a good spot to be in. I'm excited for you to finish up with SG one as well, and then get into some Atlantis. Yeah, well, I gotta, there's some really cool. Content yeah, well, I gotta Atlantis watch the two well. movies first, right? Yeah, and then Arc of Truth Continuum, and then you're on to episode one of Atlantis. Yeah, and I'll do that, and then, uh, then, then we're allowed to go on to uh uh lights camera rant again <laughs> yeah sounds yeah. good it'll be a good time for sure oh yeah it's unbelievable it's it, but no i've been really enjoying the show like i have my moments where i get like all right i had enough of this i gotta go watch something else for a bit but uh yeah no it, it's been really good and then like i have my picard and now that last of us is done i'm gonna start picking up the mandalorian and then get my Pedro Pascal saving a child fix. And then makes sense. I got to get into some of that Mandalorian as well and finish the last of us, but on the, on the right path. Well, this is the way. Indeed. Yeah. But all in all, like Stargate SG-1 has not been a waste of time. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So I'm excited. It's very rewatchable too, because yeah. there's a lot of like greatest hits where you can just go back and watch certain episodes because they're that fucking yeah. good. You know what I mean? I feel like it's been years since I have just because they're not on any streaming service that I have like hooked up to my main TV. But I will obviously get into it a little bit more now that it's on Paramount. It's on Prime. 
right through the, right, through the right, MGM. Right. Isn't it in the Paramount Plus part of Prime? Or no, is it it's a, I, I bought MGM for like the old oh, right. movies. MGM. That's the so one. that's the one. That's where that is. Excellent. And you have access to mine, yeah, so. All the star shit. Fucking awesome. Star Trek, Stargate, Star Wars. Yeah, fuck. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Star Fox, even. Never played it. No, it's okay. It was like an okay flying game on uh, Super Nintendo and 64. Yeah. It's as far as I ever went with it. Yeah. But anywho, yeah. Uh, Boston's coming up here pretty fucking fast, but yeah, speak, pretty excited. Speaking of, we got an email from the legendary Uncle John himself. Let me just uh, hit the music and I'll read you what he wrote. Two sides to every email. Two sides to everyone. Two sides to every email. Settle in. Let's get it done. Um, so, yeah. Uncle John writes, uh, the subject line is dream hockey game. Hi, Sean and Tom. I'm stoked to be having Sean and Crystal visiting Boston for a week. We're going to have a blast. Congrats on two years of potting. Keep up the good work, boys. The question of the week is, what would be your dream hockey team matchup at your home rink? And if you could go to any other rink in the NHL, which city would you like to see an NHL game? Cheers, Uncle John. So... You can. You want to want me to lead off, or would you like you to go, go ahead? I'm sure you have some thoughts here. I'm very excited as well to see you, John. It's going to be a fucking hoot. Can't wait. Um, dream hockey matchup. The funnest games, even though they're scary, is Edmonton versus Calgary because it's like fifty fifty in the arena. It sucks when you lose in that because the Flames fans just eat it up. But that kind of rivalry, they're the funnest games to be at, where you're chanting for your team, and then there's enough fans of that other opposing team to chant for their team. And I would, going to another arena, I would love to go to Vegas, because it's just an, a show there as well, to experience like what the Vegas Knights do in their arena and how much fun they seem to have. I wouldn't mind seeing it there. And I also going to a playoff game in the third round, Colorado versus Edmonton, to see that in Colorado would be really fun to be a part of as well. I'd sing the songs with them and then watch the Oilers whoop their ass. That would be ideal. But any of those would be fun, I would say. Um, I've seen my dream matchups. Like, I've seen Leafs, Montreal, Leafs, Montreal, Montreal. I've seen Boston and Montreal in Montreal and in the playoffs. Um, but if I had to do, like, a dream matchup, I would like to see uh chicago and new york in chicago just because like i know it's like not like i'm a canadians and oilers fan but i'm gonna do that because like that's like i think that like it's two original six teams there's a story there i think that'd be a fun matchup to go see um i would totally do any of the like even boston uh new york in boston or boston new york in new york any of those but i like then that's the other thing it's like i would really like to go to madison square garden too so there's something like that so those are like uh um those are my two things um my uh my dream match though i would love to see montreal toronto in toronto where i get to go full halves regalia I just I, I need to it needs to be done. It's, yeah, that would be it's fun. It's been a goal of mine for fucking years to like like I, again, like I got the bucket list. I want to see a hockey game in every Canadian city. Fucking I'm going to I'm going to make it happen. Like uh 
I've been to. It'd be really fun to have a like to, for me to go to a Habs Toronto game with a sign that says both of, both of your teams suck <laughs> and just like be that guy. Oh, uh, uh, cheer both teams. Wear, wear, uh, cheer, wear like, a referee's jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Just like enjoy the experience. I like, I said this to you, you know, I would never put on a jersey of another team when it comes to hockey, but it, I would definitely attend these games. Yeah. I would still wear my Oilers jersey to these games and be like there to witness, yeah. you know, any event is fun to go to. I, I, I'm getting, uh, I'm not, I didn't talk about this yet, but uh, I got awarded the position. So I'm going back to the ramp as a lead. Okay, so I'm going to cool. be able to switch shifts again and all this stuff. So good for you. So like, um, going to New York City for a hockey game is feasible again. Going to Ed- yeah, going to Edmonton nice. for like, uh, you know, just to get in a game uh, is feasible again. So like, like now I don't like now I definitely don't have to wait till November. Like I can actually do it at like beginning of the season. Like we can figure this shit out now that I can trade shifts again. Yeah. Which is a thing I'm really no looking worries. forward to doing because, like, I always want like we've never done that together. Like, we watch games at your dad's no. house, or and yeah, we've crossed. Yeah, we've never been to a game together. You know, we've crossed paths at the arena. This is true, but uh, I think it'd be a fun time. And if it would, be. if Kieran's willing to pay for his own ticket, he can come too. <laughs> Very sweet of you. But um, I, yeah, no, but I'm not buying his sure. ticket. I don't know that guy's shit. <laughs> I would like the opportunity as well to be able to do that. That's yeah. fun. And like, I find I haven't experienced it yet, but getting my passport now, like I have it in hand, feeling that and just knowing that the power you hold in your hand of like, I can vacation now. I can't wait to get to no vacation, Sean. I feel like he's going to be awesome. I went out today and I bought like a bunch of new clothes. I haven't done that in a while. I very rarely do I buy myself new clothes. I just try to make what I have work. Yeah. But I was like, fuck it. I deserve this. I'm going to go. I got myself a nice jacket and a couple nice shirts, a new pairs of jeans, just shit to bring with me on the trip to wear and, you know, have fun with. Good right? for you, man. I'm really I'm I really like, excited about this for you because, like, you've, you've been landlocked in Edmonton for so long that, yeah. like, your only version of vacation is a cottage that's, you know. An hour away. Yeah. The mountains. I, the earlier I called Boston Banff by accident because that's the B word that I go to usually. That's not Edmonton. Yeah, well, like, I was like, oh shit, like, no, this isn't going to be like a relaxing one. vacation. Like that's the thing when you oh, when you visit no, when you visit a city, like you're you're going to be doing shit. But I like the fact that you're doing it. Like you're seeing Uncle John and uh, and family there is that you're going to have a great tour guide. That's the best part about it. Oh, yeah. And, like, having sure. spoken to John before. Literally, dude, when we're landing, like, we're getting there in the morning, our plan is to go to Cheers for lunch. So we're starting off, like, bickety-bam. The last night that we're there, we're going to a base, a Red Sox game. So it's, like, from start to finish, it's soaking up everything that is Boston and just getting to know the city in every different layer that I can. The only- like I said to Chris, so we don't need to sleep. We'll be out. Yeah doing shit like we want to see it my dream boston trip is going for st patrick day weekend um we were just talking about this we should get a gang together to go because kieran wants to do that as well next year on st patty's day it's on a saturday yeah and uh the dropkick murphys do shows all that weekend interesting how fun would that be right to go and like really do and with a big crowd of people It'd be fucking fun. Yeah. Let's let's keep it as a possibility at this point for sure. Invite everybody in the world who wants. To. We're doing a fucking two sides of the story hoedown. 
see what we can do. Yeah, man, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a great time, and it's just things I would like to do in this life. Like it's a band I've yet to see that I fucking love, and I would love to see them in their hometown. Do you know Mumford and Sons? Not personally, but you've heard their. I've music? seen them live. Have yeah. you? While performing their music, or just in like saw them live somewhere? Yeah, no, while performing their music, yes. Okay, nice. I thought I'd clarify because you clarified on me. Um, <laughs> cool. I'm glad you know of them. Did you want to talk about them some more? Or... Yeah, I had an interesting <laughs> fact for you, but then I was like, you know what? He doesn't deserve this interesting fact. Let's just move along. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I discovered Mumford and Sons due to Stargate. Interesting fact. Huh. You'll discover it eventually and see what I'm talking about All right, right now. But I... It's part along the journey, and you'll get there eventually. But it's cool when a show can give you a band like that because I'd never heard of. By them. the way, sorry, I don't want to mean to backtrack, but Mar- Morena Baccarin is she just a part of every big fucking franchise? Yeah, yeah. she's awesome, right? And everything yeah. she does, like for I'm a fan. Yeah, like she just kind of showed up. Gotham, yeah, Gotham, Deadpool, Firefly, fucking this now, I guess. Yeah. Stargate. Yeah. yeah. She's all around. She's a great actress. It's funny because back in the day, it was like I had to discover, like, wait a minute. That's her. Is it her? And I Google it. That's her. Holy shit. Next show. Is that her? That's her. Because there was a couple of actresses around that kind of carried the same look about them. But yeah, it's always yeah. her. If you're ever wondering, is that Marina Baccarin? It is her. She, like, she deserves so much fucking credit. And she's been around for a while. Yeah, 100%. She's a bombshell too, just saying. That's so yeah. No, I'm I'm enjoying uh I'm enjoying Stargate and like all that. I mean, I can't wait to hear your stories of travel. When do you return? Uh a week from the day I leave. So we're going for a solid week. I'll miss our next podcast round. So we will probably drop one of the shitty audio ones potentially unless we can pop something out real soon in the next day or two. Okay. But yeah, if I did a Let if I know. did a guest bear or a guest guest sides, would you be okay with that or no? Yeah, yeah, you'd be okay with that if you had to. But I don't know if I. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It's kind of our right. thing. But which sides? I don't know. I was gonna see if okay. Karen wanted to take your place for an episode. He did offer to. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "If you need someone to stand in, I'll hundred percent fucking do it." I was thinking, I was thinking <laughs> that or. Um, or somebody else. I don't know. I'll just figure, figure yeah. it out. We can uh, also just squeeze another one out, depending yeah. on time constraint. Yeah. Because uh, you leave Tuesday, right? Yeah. yeah. So. so. We, we have yeah, time. We have time to like, record. Anyways, we can discuss this portion. Yeah, here. sorry. I was just <laughs> I was just kicking off ideas while, uh, while they're in the fucking noodle. Um, Makes yeah. sense. Fucking A. So I think that wraps us up though. I, I just want I just want to know before you fly, like is there anything like you're nervous about? Not really, to be honest. Crystal made like any travel anxiety I had, Crystal put to rest. Yeah. With like one simple train of thought. If you ever would like to be considered for Starfleet, you're gonna have to be able to fly on a fucking airplane. And I was like, that's a really fucking good point. Okay, yeah. And now I'm excited for it. Okay, cool. So, like, you're going to be fine with uh, turbulence and shit like that? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I'm. I don't know. I haven't experienced it. I'm curious to see what it feels like, and it'll be fun. I'm in my head. I'm like a fucking a world explorer. I think it's gonna be so funny to find out. Like you, once you're in the air, you're just fucking terrified. You're just like, no, no, <laughs> no. Where's gravity? Where, no, where's the ground? It is my friend. I miss it. That's funny. <laughs> I can say this, you know. And have you you've been to Banff before? You go up on the tram up into the yeah. mountains. I was moving my hand at a diagonal motion just for the people who are listening to this in an audio podcast. Um, anyways, I went up there with some buddies one t- one year when we went to Banff for our Christmas party. We get like halfway up the fucking mountain and I'm like, I'm going to rock the boat and scare these motherfuckers. Turns out I was the only one who got freaked out by it. <laughs> I was like, stop fucking rocking it. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, Don't fucking rock it. I'll punch yeah. you. <laughs> just my piece of advice is when in doubt, look at the flight attendant. The flight attendant looks like they're fine. That's an everyday occurrence. If they look like nice. they're fucking nervous, sense. then that's new to them. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. No, it'll be fine. I'm not worried. It'll be cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. And if this is our last time recording, <laughs> love you, man. <laughs> Don't fucking jinx it. I love everybody out there listening. Um, thanks. You can always have me through this podcast yeah. if worse comes yeah, to worse. Yeah. I'll always be here to talk to you about Sean, crazy Sean, shit. Sean's crazy greatest hits is all found here. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. But it was a good run. You know what I mean? I'm happy. Is this episode our two-year anniversary? I don't know, bro. I, I stopped keeping track because it didn't seem to mean anything to you. So I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'll just uh, let, no. I just no, let no. it keep recording. It, it's not that it didn't mean anything to me. It's just like... No, it's our like... anniversary passed. You didn't get me anything. You didn't even get me flowers. You didn't take me out for dinner. Like, it is what it is. You just you forgot about me and it's fine. Okay. Listen, I'm looking at this great gift I got you. Once I find a box for it, which is the one thing that's really stopping me. Yeah, I got to do that shit too. But anyways, I don't even want to talk about it. Let's just fucking pretend like it. But I view it as like, like how many anniversaries should we have? Like a hundred episodes is a. We didn't have any though. We didn't do a hundred. We didn't do one before. We didn't do Christmas. You basically have taken it all away. I didn't take it away, and I we had a great 100th episode. Did we? Yes. Okay, it was okay. Fuck you! And I feel like we didn't prepare for it. We didn't exchange gifts. It's all about the gifts, Tom. If I don't get a gift, then it, we didn't really celebrate it. I'm just saying. I mean... It's like getting Christmas and not having gifts. <laughs> what kind of psycho shit is that? I mean, it's more about the sentiments and feelings that you share with, one, with, with your fellow... Yeah, through the form of a gift. Wow, you are. You're one of those, eh? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, we had an okay 100, yeah. If this is two years, it's fucking been a great two years. Yeah, it's been a lot I of fun. Yeah. But there's a good chance Rock that, and roll. There's a good chance that this is actually 103, and then our next one's 104, which you're... That's funny, which too. you may not be able to attend. So... I'll be <laughs> I have to, if I have to bring in ring in 104 with fucking Kieran with <laughs> with Sean Side's light, no thank you. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. All right. Um, yeah. All right, man. Well, have uh, but don't talk to you beforehand. Have a safe fucking trip. I hope it's a great time. Do my best. Uh, enjoy the baseball game. Enjoy everything that Boston has to offer. It's a great fucking city. I just can't wait to experience, bro. Yeah. So have a good time. Um, this has been uh, Two Sides of the Story this week. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Fucking nailed it. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Have a great yeah. week, everyone. See, I do really well when nothing pops up on my screen. 
right. I'll talk to you, bud. Have a good week, everybody. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.